0: everyone, welcome to the Midnight Frightcast, episode 72. I'm supposed to be energetic, but I kind of want to die right now, so you're just going to have to deal with it. We don't have Mr. Fast Finish, Mr. Greg the
1: Movie Guy here today.
0: He is sick. He got, I took up with the wrong uh, street corner girl. We are hoping for his return very soon. Greg, please don't stab us. Across from me, I've got the doctor of everything else,
2: Patrick. Hey everybody, how's it going? Uh...
0: And over here we got our Scream Princess, Josh.
2: We went now with the other guy in the room. Yeah, the other guy in the room. Oh, or the other guy. Or the guy who likes to watch. That, or the douchebag across the table. Yeah. I've got so many different titles now. You missed a lot. Oh. Welcome yeah. back, Matt.
0: Yeah. Here's this bitch. And yeah, <laughs> this bitch, yeah. <laughs> And I'm Maddie. I was gone for a little bit. These drama llamas thought I was abducted or some shit, but I was <laughs> just visiting my family for the holidays, which I think I told you guys. Did you? I did. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I went back and scrolled through that, and I mean, <laughs>
2: specifically remember telling us that you were you were leaving.
0: Yeah, I was just like peace.
2: Oh, I knew you were out,
3: and then also with like you had everything else going on that you, know, you just didn't have time to pass. Well, and plus you don't watch a lot of twenty nineteen films. That's too weird. So yeah, so you know having you on that cast would have been a little little difficult. Oh, so. I know. I
0: watched two and two quarters of two nineteen films. So which ones do
2: you remember? You which one you watched?
0: What did I watch? I actually had this written down. The Void. <laughs> uh, Is your film of the decade? Oh my god, what did I watch? We,
3: we did say something about that, yeah. though, that that was your film of the decade.
0: Well, fuck yeah, it was. That was <laughs> some good shit. I don't know if anyone, we were just talking about this, but I don't know if anyone saw the bloody, disgusting films of the decade, whoever did oh, that. Oh, what a shitty list that yeah, was. Yeah, who put that together? Like, I almost want to talk about that list.
2: They did a the top 25. Yeah, bring that up. They did the top 25, though. They didn't even do a top... They couldn't even condense it down to a top 10. And that was in it, the decade?
0: Yeah, yeah, the decade. And, like, it, the number one was Evil Dead, which, you know, is a good movie, but I wouldn't...
2: That remake is... I'm a big fan of that Yeah, it's
0: remake. a good movie, but, like, mm. I wouldn't count it. I put it in the top of the decade. I don't think... I don't, Not a
2: number
3: one.
0: I don't think number one. And another thing I noticed were most of those big studios...
3: It seemed like it for the most part.
0: Yeah, because, like, as I said, where is Terrifier? Terrifier was great. It landed on a ton of people's, like, top lists. You know,
3: some of them I could see for it, but there were others that
0: I... And as I said, any movie that... Any list that puts the witch in there, you can blow me. You can blow my dad. You can blow my mom. Like, just blow me.
2: (laughs) Yeah, they had the witch in there. They had It Follows in there, which was not my thing. What Um, was the other
0: one? Hereditary was number three, which does not belong yet. up there. It's a drama. You know what's was what the other one? I was real salty okay, about. Okay, so
3: going through their list, I'm going to count 25 down. Okay, yeah. or up let's, to one. Let's chat about these for a second. Yeah, I was yeah, going to we'll say bounce, we, we'll bounce to our trailer. <laughs> this here, will, right, this will kind of make up for kind of a weak topic. For yeah, what is going to completely go out of order
2: uh, today? Well, Quiet Place. Okay, well, that, I think that belongs in there. I know Maddie didn't like that movie, though, right?
0: Yeah, but I, I can see it being up there because it was, I guess it was new.
2: This is top 25, by the mm-hmm. way. Yeah, mm-hmm. so yeah. um, there's not any that top 10. I
3: remember it's of the decade. Yeah. Of the decade, mm-hmm. you know.
2: Yeah, I I think it does
3: stand to be in there, at least the top 25, because it was a different kind of horror film. Mm-hmm. So I think it has its place. Lords of Salem.
2: I don't think that
0: belongs yeah, in there Yeah, That's what?
2: the worst Rob Zombie movie that he made. I don't think that belongs at all.
3: I've not seen it. I can't judge this one. It's 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 pretty rough. Okay, that's not part of the trilogy, is it? No. No.
2: Okay. Uh, Spring. Spring was actually really good.
3: I
0: haven't seen that Um, one yet.
2: I saw that just the one time, but from what I saw, I enjoyed it. I've not seen that one. That was in 2014. Attack the Block. I loved that movie. That's a fun movie. It's fun.
1: I haven't seen that one
0: either, yeah.
2: Uh, The Autopsy of Jane Doe. Again, I think that ended up on the top ten list when we did... I think it's 2016, something I like that. Because I
3: think for 2016 we were picking Terrifier and a couple other things. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I mean when we did the yeah. top ten in 2016, yeah, I, I think that that landed on there. Yeah, for sure. The Invitation. you guys? I didn't like that movie. I did not like that movie. Yeah, that it was thing. too slow. There was not enough, not even enough horror elements in it at the end. To did make anything it worth happen it. in that movie? <laughs> yeah, they they had dinner. Yeah. For oh, like shit. two hours.
0: <laughs> for two hours. Are they French?
2: Final uh, Girls is fucking fun. At number nineteen, the final girls. Yeah, that was a fun movie too. Super, fun, but top twenty? Probably not top twenty five, no. But okay. it's super original though. That was yeah. the thing with that, is like it's, it's a different take on that genre, um, or that subgenre. So that's I think that's why it might have made that in there. Okay.
3: At number eighteen,
2: Raw. Didn't love it.
3: No. It's a good film, but it's not a great film. Yeah. It wasn't to me it wasn't that much of a horror, it was a drama. A family drama, almost, because it was about her and her sister being cannibals.
0: Yeah, as I said, this is what bugged me about this list. It seemed more like they just picked a bunch of horror dramas. Like, it didn't seem... Whoever wrote this list, I just don't believe that they love horror. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because, as I said, there was nothing really on that list that I was like, this is a... There's a couple, maybe, that, but I wasn't like, this is a true horror movie. It right. was all horror okay. drama or, or horror comedy. Did they just have a
2: specific type of horror that they like, and it doesn't pertain to what we like you what, know what normal I mean?
0: people like
3: well i mean sure uh, <laughs> and was this based was this decided by it says by the bloody disgusting staff so i didn't i oh. thought maybe it was just one person but i guess this is something they all uh came together and put put together uh number 17 jordan peele's us is
2: low that's low for me it is low for me as well uh, there's films that made it into the top 10 that
3: now when it comes comparing uh don't breathe not don't breathe excuse me get out and us which one has more horror elements to it?
2: Uh, so Get Out for me is horrifying. Like that's like just fucking scary because it's some real life shit that you can deal with. But Us – I mean I guess it didn't find Us that scary though really either. I think it had more horror elements it to it though. Horror. Yeah,
3: it definitely. But, had but not necessarily scary. Number 16, I Saw the Devil.
0: I haven't seen that yet. I saw it landed on a bunch of people's, like, lists. We reviewed
2: that, didn't we? We watched it. We didn't review it for the cast, but we definitely watched it. It was part of our 31 Days of Horror. Okay. Yeah.
3: So, obviously, it didn't stand out to me, if I can't even remember what what the film was.
2: It was really slow. It was a really slow burn movie.
0: Oh, I'll skip it.
2: Okay, uh,
0: 15,
3: Don't Breathe. Love it. I love that one, too.
0: Yeah, that one, like, I've never hated a horror villain. Because I'm normally cheering for him. I hated this oh, guy. Oh, he was horrible. Yeah, like, I kind. Of, did they make a part two of this they one? They are
3: making a part They're two. Okay, be,
0: yeah. I want this guy on fire in that movie. And I want the entire mm. hour and 45 minutes of that movie to be just him on fire.
3: Number 14, Train to Busan. Mm, favorite. I love that movie.
2: Yeah.
0: I haven't seen it yet.
2: It's a zombie movie, but... It's it's got heart
3: to
0: it.
2: Yeah, it's a it's, different it's a kind of story. Movie. Yeah, it's really good. It's super fast too.
0: Okay.
1: Okay.
3: This go. one, although I enjoyed the movie, should not be on this list as top twenty-five of the decade. Gerald's Game. I don't even see it as horror. No. I don't, even, I don't even count it as a horror film.
0: Really. Yeah, I was going to say it's a drama. It, yeah, total drama.
3: I enjoyed it, but not top twenty-five for horror. Maniac.
2: Maniac was fun. I mean, Elijah Wood was that was his company that did that. It was a good time. You know, I didn't see the original Maniac, so I had nothing to compare oh, it to. Oh, I didn't know it was a remake. It's a remake, yeah. Okay. But I enjoyed it for the most part. I enjoyed it, but again, do you think
3: top 25? No. I mean, because <laughs> what I'm not seeing on this list so far is your Halloween, well, I mean the past decade, but I mean right. more of the slasher genre. Mm. I'm this not seeing anything. Drama.
0: Yeah. Drama and comedy.
3: Yeah, I'm not seeing uh, It Chapter One. I love the movie personally. I don't yeah. think it should be on there for the top 20 of the decade. It all, I guess it all depends maybe what it was up against that year. Right. I mean, that ended up
2: pretty high on our list for that year.
3: Yeah.
0: Well, as I said, if like I right. none of these that we're reading off are any indie ones. Not at so all. Like, these well, are The all... Babadook
1: is. The well, Babadook a couple of them terrible. are because like... That was the other one <laughs> that, that was I was one, like, that's yeah. the worst right. fucking
0: movie. Here,
3: this is a question I have though. Are movies that are made by the IFC independent movies or is the IFC a studio? That's independent. Right, independent but, film channel, I guess, is what mm-hmm. it is. But it's still. But if it's through the IFC, that's a studio, isn't it? Well, it's a not studio t- money though?
0: I was gonna say, aren't they taking like other people's films yeah. and like doing like distributing them? Is that more like yeah. a
2: Blumhouse thing then? I like, think when IFC would, is more would... a distribution okay company uh, that picks movies up. Well,
3: everybody's favorite by IFC is the Duke. Oh it, kiss my ass. Yeah,
2: the is really terrible.
0: And the, it got
3: a ton of hype too. It did, it got a ton of hype, and it is on a lot of people's top ten. I for the decade. don't
0: get it. Like that movie made me want to have an abortion and I'm sterile.
3: Oh my god. <laughs> this one really surprised me to be on the top twenty five of the decade, and that's Dr. Sleep.
0: Oh yeah, because you said that was
3: Oh, I, I it actually ended up on my top ten for this year. However, it I cannot say it's top twenty five. Yeah. This movie grew on me the more I thought about it and the more I reread the books. But Top 25, I, did, I just don't think it should be there because it's not as horror specific as some of the other movies yeah. that we've reviewed and watched. What We Do in the Shadows, <clears throat> funny, funny movie. I never saw it. Not a horror yeah, film.
0: I watched it. I didn't think there was any horror because even in, in horror
3: comedy there's horror mm-hmm. in it and this is strictly comedy the only thing that makes it horror is their vampires? vampires yeah
0: and we've smashed those down as being a horror icon in the past decade so
3: this one i could probably agree with the conjuring yeah. at number 7 yep mm-hmm. it just i mean it sparked that entire universe we've got josh's favorite at number 6 it follows Fuck that movie
0: yeah, that movie is pretty dull i don't even think i watched it all the way through big surprise
3: I think it probably ranks higher because it's more similar to some of the classical horror films where people are being chased. It you can't get away from that's what you are running scariest
2: from. Scariest part of that movie is the fact that you can't get away from what's like you stop to sleep. You have to stop to sleep, and you have to stop to eat, and mm-hmm. you have to stop to you know, and whatever's chasing you doesn't right. And that, like that's the, I guess the scariest part of it, and it's shot really well. It looks yeah. really nice, but. I just couldn't get it. It just didn't have
3: the legs. Number five. Now, if you're going to talk about horror comedy done right, Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods. Uh, Yep. Cabin in the Woods is a good one. I think that's a good pick to put in there. Uh, And then everybody's favorite, number four, The Witch. Fuck that movie. I can't,
0: like, I would have been pissed. I am pissed if it made it anywhere in the top 25, but to have it as number four. Have these people ever seen a horror movie before? Because that movie is garbage. And what right.
3: you know, one thing I will say that I love about this movie is the time period that it's set in. Oh yeah, and I think because they chose that, they could have done so much with this movie, and nothing happened until the last five minutes. Yeah, yeah. It,
2: it is again. It it looks really nice.
0: Yeah. It's
3: shot really well. And I understand that that's something that The Lighthouse suffers from as well. His, I do want to his, see that. His horror movie from the 2019. At number three, Hereditary.
2: I dug Hereditary. I dug it too. It's just really slow.
0: It and is slow and as I said, pretty it's pretty slow. It, I think it totally lives in the drama. I know there's like gore and shit at the end, but like we've talked about that before. Like gore doesn't make a horror movie, so I think just throwing it at the end of a long, boring if they were drama, able to cut
3: it down by at least twenty minutes, speed it up. I think there was enough stuff in there to make a really good movie. If they if they had just picked up that pace of the overall feel of the movie, so, I
0: th- I think they could have cut a, almost a full hour out of this so, movie. Because yeah. wasn't it like three hours long?
2: It was pretty long. It felt like yeah it. pretty long. So you wanted them to kind of get to the end quicker, like more like I, wanna a, get, like I a want to get I want them to get finish. to the meat of the story quicker. Gotcha.
3: You know because it took a while before the the, the daughter even got her head ripped off. Right. That was so great though.
0: Yeah, that needed to happen like literally within the first five minutes. And I got to
3: say, the marketing on that movie was really, really good because I felt that that girl was going to be more present throughout the movie Mm -hmm. and to kill her off in the first 20 minutes or whatever it was. And then you're thinking, okay, now I have no idea what this movie's about. Number two, get out. So Jordan
2: Peele has two movies in this top 20. Jordan Peele's on top, man. Like, he doesn't put out a lot of content, but the content he puts out is pretty fantastic.
3: Now, the number one, I completely disagree with. It's a good movie. It's a great remake. But Fede Alvarez's Evil Dead sitting at number one for the decade, I, I just can't agree with that.
2: Yeah, for the spot, I disagree with the spot. I, I like think it should be part there? of the top 25,
3: oh, absolutely. but not number one. I had
2: mine in the top 10 of the decade.
0: Yeah, This as I said, this list was just really, really disappointing. And as we said, there's no smaller independent <clears throat> films in here. And like I know I hyped the void up like nobody's business, but that's a true horror movie, and it was good. Where was that on this? This terrifier was amazing. Where was great. that yeah. like who
3: knew there so were, there so was yeah, so there's many. like three independent studios, and uh, IFC, independent yeah twenty four screen gems Is that screen, screen gems, there? possibly
2: yeah
0: yeah, I so, don't agree with most of these Yeah.
2: So should, we, should we talk about our trailer now? Yeah,
0: I was <laughs> going to say, so we have gotten so far off of what we were doing, but we watched a trailer before this. we we're gonna, watched.
2: going to have to do a fast finish podcast.
3: Oh, All right. uh, dedicate it to Greg. We'll do that fast finish.
0: Okay, let's lube up. Uh, we watched Gretel and Hansel. Anybody going to run out and see this one?
3: I don't know that I'm going to run out and see it. It definitely piques my interest for it. The trailer, I think, is put together really well. And not showing too much, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that because it, it lets my imagination run wild in what this movie is about. It looks pretty creepy. It looks like it may cover several different sets of folklore, other than just what you know, the grim fairy tale. Right.
0: What's the rating on this? I'm
3: sure it's rated i I'll, or... I'll look it up. Okay, but it's
2: was... super haunting. And and uh, I think one of you guys made a comment about like it does remind you of the witch it's got that same tone and that same kind of feel to it but it looks like oh fuck i'm looking at it right now that rating pg-13 so disappointing
0: oh no
2: that just
3: completely like that's what I that doesn't mean that it can't be scary it just means that they're probably pandering to the lowest common denominator to make the most money off i
0: was just thinking when i was watching this movie is like it does look creepy it has a bunch of creepy imagery in it But I was almost thinking, you know, I bet this is going to be PG thirteen because I bet they're marketing it towards teenagers. Mm
2: -hmm. But I mean, are teenagers going to go see fucking Gretel and Hansel, the horror movie? Do you think anybody like?
0: I've never been. I haven't been around a teenager since I was one myself. I don't know what they watch. I assume it's like I don't know, kids. What do you watch? MTV and that MTV so that (laughs) Jersey Shore thing. Um,
2: (laughs) We're so old.
1: Um, So.
2: But, yeah, it's really disappointing because, again, you you slapped the R rating on there, and how much darker could it get? You know what I mean? That's my only thing is, like, how much are you losing? What did they cut out to get that PG-13 rating? I don't know. I don't – we talked about it last time when we were on the podcast about just sick of the PG-13 horror films. I just want R-rated horror films to come out like they used to. Um, They always used to be R-rated and just –
0: I think it goes in a cycle because I like remember when I was in my like late teens that and I'm probably throwing my time off a little bit here. There was like this whole score of PG-13 horror movies that came out like that's all that came out for like a year, year and a half. And it was nuts. And even me at probably not much older than I could go see a rated R movie, I was like, what are you doing? Like, get going. Like push this to the limit. That's right. what horror is about.
2: I just don't be stuck in a theater with a bunch of teenagers because they could go see that movie. It just ruins my movie experience. <laughs> it just does.
0: I'm gonna take a selfie. I'm gonna take a selfie while we're watching this horror movie. Right. Yeah. Or the, Literally. Yeah. yeah.
2: It just kinda ruins the whole the whole thing. So um but yeah, I said I I don't know if I'll chase this one to the theater or not. It's the now the what I'm seeing is the fourth horror fourth film in January. Uh, in January. Uh which is pretty crazy. Like I said, that's early for those movies. Well, I'm wondering if like they that. were
3: ones that were originally scheduled for 2019, possibly, and then got pushed. Probably because so. yeah, with Grudge coming out the what this last
2: weekend. Yep, it made 11 million dollars on this opening weekend,
1: which
3: is
2: more than Cats made on their opening weekend. <laughs> wow, so Cats saying. the actual horror. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cats is the actual horror <laughs> film of January. I love that million, was December. I mean, that's pretty good for an opening weekend horror film in January.
0: Yeah, yeah that's not bad. So okay. Yeah. So. Yeah,
3: so I, I, for me, it's going to be a rental or a $5 movie right? Tuesday. Right.
0: Yeah. there. This is also because I've noticed movies that have a bunch of really cool, creepy imagery in their trailers. Most of the time, they've shown you all that cool, creepy imagery. And then when you get to the movie, you're like, oh, I've seen everything. Right. Thanks. Yeah.
3: <laughs> also, I just wanted to say, and, and I, I hope I can say this without sounding like a total pedophile, <laughs> is uh, I like who they have cast as the kids. Yeah. Because the young woman that's playing Gretel has already done a few movies, she's a really solid actress for mm-hmm. her age. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to be one of those crappy kid acting right. films. She's yeah,
0: this
2: is the girl from that played Beverly in It. It. So
0: is the boy from anything? The little boy?
2: His nope. mom. <laughs>
3: I,
0: <laughs>
3: I I do not know. I don't okay. know.
0: All right, so we're kind of kind of on this one, but we'll go see it eventually. I totally forgot. Do we do news or what we've been watching? Do we next? do what? No, do no. Do we do current events? I'm going
3: to do it by yourself. actually I'm just going to, you know, take it from another cast and plug it in. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we don't have to do that. We can no. plug it in. Yeah, we can
0: just sit there. here and stare yeah. at you while you yeah. I do it have news. I got
2: some
3: news.
0: <laughs> yeah. Did oh. everybody do their homework this weekend? I did not. Oh, no. okay.
3: okay. Well, my news uh, goes off what you had just talked about Josh in that uh, in opening weekend for the teen friendly <clears throat> grudge. They brought in 11 million so far and it's anticipated to bring in 15 million. But what makes it so strange is that it has done that despite the fact that it has received
2: the rare F rating from CineScore.
0: Oh my gosh. Wow.
2: I heard it was pretty terrible. And the thing is is like I was talking about this with somebody the other day is the original grudge was practical effects. The girl that played the the ghost girl in that movie it was a contortionist, was a contortionist yeah. and she could um, just do weird shit with her body, and it was just scary. Um, and I saw a trailer for this the other day, and it just looks so CG. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, and it just ruins, just kind of ruined what the spirit of the grudge was for me. It does not look scary at all whatsoever. There's some cool little shots in there or whatever, but the the whole cool thing for me about the grudge was that whole practical effects thing from the original movie. Um, that they're just not bringing into this new one.
0: I was wa- saw something on Facebook that someone said, like, stop remaking good movies <laughs> mm-hmm. and remake movies that should have been made better. Like, there's I'd a ton- be Okay with that? Yeah, there's a ton of movies that you know what I think probably could be remade. I like, mean,
3: think what a real director could do with Tusk.
2: <laughs> uh, <the> shots fired. <laughs>
3: yeah, <laughs> it's 2020.
2: Yeah, I got some news. If you cool. wanna- yeah. Uh, so coming in March, uh, I think it's the 29th and the 30th. You can spend the night inside the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre house. You will uh, watch the original film, along with any other sequels, reboots, remakes,
3: except for the Matthew McConaughey one because they pulled that. The next
2: generation is available. You can get it. It's on the list. You can really we
3: we'll just watch the next generation over and over again because the production company's pulled that.
2: Um, you can sleep in any room you like, and it's only going to cost you four hundred and seventy-five dollars. Wow, uh, for the night. Um I'll write a check. I will straight up do that. Thirteen spots available for the uh each night, so if you want to do it, you better get your ticket now. I was gonna say you know that's gonna fill up quick. Right. That's, it probably will. Yeah. Rich people if, with their five hundred dollars they can spend for one yeah. night of spending the night. How in soon
3: house. can you start like signing up for That, that. I
2: did not see. Did not see. Uh, <laughs> yeah, be, be careful in that.
3: Is it uh, four hundred
0: seventy? <laughs> is it four hundred seventy-five a person or just like
2: it's four hundred seventy-five dollars a person. person? Oh
0: Jesus, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. But I mean, is, I'm sure it's gonna be a, a cool experience. They're gonna watch the movie in the the dining area that famous dining scene t- took place in, and so that you can sleep in any room that you want to in the house. But four hundred seventy-five dollars, a little crazy. And with me. the meat locker, uh, any room you want to. You do have to provide your own. Sleep gear, though, uh, you do have to bring your own pillows and blankets and sleeping bags and uh, air mattresses.
0: No, and for $475, <laughs> I want to sleep on a bed made of human skin, like there in the you. movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nope, that's
3: not an option. For the bed frames made of bones, you bet.
2: So
0: I uh, have I have a business venture for us. If This can go for $475 a person. I'm 90% sure Jeffrey Dahmer's house is still for sale. Uh, let's buy that and charge all these true crime people like $500 a night to go like sleep there. I'm just throwing it out there. We could finance this podcast for the next billion years. It's we could have strippers on here every freaking weekend. It would be a good time. Jeffrey
2: Dahmer's <laughs> house. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that's my news. So No,
0: that's really that's really cool. So a- is
2: that it for the news then? That's it. <gasps> do, oh, fuck.
0: That's it for our current events.
2: For current events. What do we have? Events, 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 event. event.
0: That's all the enthusiasm you get from us. <laughs> yeah uh what have we been watching lately
2: yeah i only have one thing and it's because i've been binge watching the shit out of it uh like i kind of been talking about my wife and i choose one show and try to like you know just watch the whole series or whatever it is and uh we recently started this week watching the handmaid's tale on hulu Mm. it's fucking so really really good i love that show really tough to not watch the next episode We've been trying to just do one a night. Sometimes we cheat and do two. How many Um, seasons in are you in? We just finished season one. Okay. So we have about 25, 26 episodes left to get through season three. And then season four is supposed to come out in the summer of 2020.
3: Yep. So. And they do a really good job of doing the cliffhangers on each season's final episode. It sucks
2: how those cliffhangers just leave you. That's why you said you got to watch the next one because you're like, oh, fuck. Like, what's going to happen now? Um, really good show. And it's not even a show that I thought I would really like. It's just, we have a list of shows that we're like, we just keep going to the next one. And that was one that we had talked about. Um, and again, it wasn't a show that I thought I would really even get into, but it's from the episode one. It's just, it takes off and it's really, really good.
3: And, and it's because of that show, I have my love hate relationship with Elizabeth Moss. She's really good in that show. She is such a good actress, but I just can't stand what she stands for.
2: Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So that's all I've been watching, though.
0: Patrick.
3: I haven't been watching a lot. However, something I do want to point out and recommend is actually a Josh recommendation from last week, and that's the Netflix docuseries Don't Fuck With Cats. You've got to watch it, oh, Maddie. Oh, I know. You I have really, to watch it.
0: I know. I had that on my list. I now, now this is
3: the it. strangest thing, though, and maybe I'm a complete sociopath, but I'm reacting more to what he's doing to the animals and what he's done to people. Right. I mean that it, just seems really fucking I mean, strange.
2: What he did to the one guy was terrible. Yeah, but what he did to those cats was like horrendous. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, well, and
3: dogs. I mean, he, he did kill the uh, the one dog. I'm only two episodes in of the okay.
2: three. I won't say anything much yeah, more yeah, than don't, um, don't don't. But you like the, the, the what he does with like the, the the four things he shows with what he did to the cats. Yeah, is just yeah awful. Yeah, and yeah, that, yeah. The the python thing is. Oof! All right. That one,
3: yeah. that one didn't bother me as much as the others for some reason. I mean, it was still really fucking gross, horrible. Uh, I think it's one you would like, Maddie.
0: Yeah, I had it recommended to me a couple times, yeah. so I do yeah. plan on watching it. Gotta
3: watch so it. yeah, I, I do recommend. Don't fuck with cats. It's easy
2: too. It's it's uh, three, three episodes, but they're an hour piece,
0: oh, and they talk re- dirty to me. Really interesting. <laughs> So, all right. Anyway, I'm stop talking about that now. And what
3: I love about it is, and this is not giving anything away, Maddie, is how normal people are helping do this. They they base mm-hmm. it around uh, an internet community, so it's really fucking cool. Yeah, it's really good.
1: I'm
0: gonna check that one out. Since I've just kind of been uh, on my break, I really haven't been watching anything. I listened to the latest Terminator movie with Amelia Clark. I was playing cards with it behind me in the background. <laughs> and even what I heard, I wasn't really impressed with, and I don't think anyone that watched it actually thought it was that great. So. Yeah, it
2: got kind of bombed. It didn't yeah. do very well.
0: Yeah, it was, we were staying in a house and like, that was just like, they just had a handful of DVDs there and like half of them were like Paw Patrol the movie or some shit. And so we were just like, I guess we're watching Terminator. I'm the- not allowed to pick movies ever. The, so.
2: <laughs> the most, uh, you know, Kind of grab for me for Term- the new Terminator was I heard Edward Furlong was coming back to play John Connor in that movie, so that's what I was real. I was like, oh my god, Edward Furlong, that'd be really cool. And then I heard he wasn't even in it for very long. So
1: yeah, I
0: don't think John Connor was in the movie for very long. As I said, I watched it from like it was over here, mm. and I was playing I cards like this. I also am totally caught up on my Crime Junkie podcast, which makes me sad because now I'm like, oh, I want to. You got to find stuff. another one now.
2: I know. I recommend this really good podcast. It's called The Midnight Frightcast. You should listen to a couple of those. They're kind of... They're, uh, sometimes you know, Some of them are good. Some of them are like, eh, there's only two guys talking on that one. That one sucks.
0: I re- heavily recommend that podcast, but I like true crime shit. So. What's it called again? Crime Junkie. Crime Junkie? Mm-hmm. Alright. Anyone else been watching anything that they no. want to just throw That's it, it. I
2: have a list of things that I want to see, and I'm going to visit my brother in Florida here in about a week and a half and so while i'm out there i'm gonna have some downtime so i plan on ubering my ass over to a movie theater and checking out a couple of movies that i want to see so
0: yeah i know a lot of people most of the people on our plane were watching movies i am terrified of flying so i am drugged and drunk so i can't watch anything
2: yeah (laughs) i'm not a big fan of flying either but uh i i won't get drunk or anything i just put my head down and fall asleep and hopefully i land (laughs) i mean on you know on the ground (laughs) in one piece
0: I don't know. For some reason, Bloody Marys taste totally different when you're up flying altitude. I'm just throwing it out there. Okay. (laughs) All right. So let's move on to our topic that we decided like probably about three minutes before we started rolling. That's pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to kind of gloss over it and then turn it over to Josh because he was the one who came up with it. Um, Uh, I mean, I I feel like we
2: kind of came up with it as a collective. Uh, that way we you know we can we can share the blame. Yeah, and let's not spread to, that blame around.
0: Yeah. Spread um, it like peanut butter. Or
2: what we could do is just say that whole opening sequence we just did. That was our. That topic, could have been the topic, and then we just move on to our feature. You know, but, we almost could do that. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> I was Time. saying
0: I, I did kind of like our topic. Okay, well, let's, this, and besides, this, we right, know it's yeah. going to be like five minutes.
2: Yeah, let's, yeah it's not going to be very long. Yeah, let's start out then. Let's let's go for it. Let's.
0: So our topic, obviously we've talked here, none of us get really scared by anything anymore, but we kind of wanted to do like what scared us when we first started watching horror movies versus what really scares us now, which as I said, we do our scare factor and I don't think any movie's rated above like a four, has it?
2: No, not really.
0: Yeah, it's gotten pretty bad. But yeah, I'm sure we were all scared of shit when we first started watching them. Anybody want to jump in?
3: There were movies when I was younger that would keep me up all night after watching them. I remember watching Salem's—this this is the one that sticks in my head. There were there were two movies, actually, The Exorcist and Salem's Lot. And Salem's Lot was a made-for-TV movie with David Soule, I think, was the mm-hmm. main character played Ben. And the young boy that was floating outside the window and scratching on the window and stuff like that, that shit kept me up for days. Yeah. So anything like that that would make me hear noises in the house, and I lived in an older house that Mm -hmm. was constantly settling, and I would hear things all the time. So things like that would just scare the shit out of me. And then also anything that had to do with possessions scared me because I have a deeply religious background, and it was my understanding that all of that is possible, and that would just freak my shit out. So anything like that would just keep me up at night but as time went on and i watched more and more stuff i've become so desensitized to things mm-hmm. and even like you know like when it comes to more of the torture porn or or um uh what's the term i'm looking for the type that you like maddie uh like good shit where it's, where it's <laughs> the <good>
0: the, shit. <laughs> No, where it's
3: a lot more intense oh like the extreme the, extreme like... horror yeah and even at that, I've become so desensitized to because, you know, there was a couple titles that you had me watch or that you <clears> suggest I watch. I watch and I, I get through them and I'm like, okay, this is really nothing. Did, did it make me feel a little uncomfortable? Maybe. But nothing in the past, I would say easily nothing in the past maybe 20 years has affected me to the point where it scares me. The only thing that scares me now in movies and just because I'm a wimp about it is jump scares. Mm-hmm. And it has to have like noises associated with it. Right. Loud noises make me jump. Is that really? Does that? Is that really what scares me? Though it makes me jump, but it doesn't really startle. scare me. Yeah. So I I don't know that anything scares me now
2: when it right. comes to watching horror films. Right. I mean, for me, uh, and it's the same. It hasn't changed. Was uh, it's all the shit that you can't see. That's the biggest scare for me. The the movie The Entity with Barbara Hershey that mm-hmm. scared the shit out of me the first time I saw that movie and it is all about stuff like it's it's paranormal and it's ghosts and you have no idea where the fuck this thing is and that's the biggest scariest thing for me is just not knowing knowing something's there but not knowing where it is or when it's going to strike or if it's going to get you it's the same thing when I saw the original Amityville Horror um, those just movies just affected me. Um, Highly, And now, I mean, again, today I can watch them and it's fine. But both of those movies also are are based off of true life cases. Well, quote Uh, unquote true. Quote unquote true life cases. So like that puts an even more scare factor to it is knowing that that shit, quote unquote, really happened and could happen. And so that's what really scared me as a kid and, and a teenager. Now, again, like there's no I don't get affected really by the gore. Anymore in the blood, and I don't like Maddie's extreme shit. Like, I'm just like, I can't always do that, and it doesn't affect me. I just look at it and go, This is fucking stupid, and I don't (laughs) really want to watch that person have you know all those parts ripped off their body. It's just not my thing. But again, she recommended Martyrs, and I watched Martyrs, and the only there's only one spot in that whole movie that affected me. And I talked highly about it. It was just watching this girl get fucking punched over and over again. And we're going to get ready. We're going to watch that here again in a couple weeks. Yeah, in a few weeks. Yeah. And I'm going to rewatch it because I think a second time around with it, I'll catch things and I'll see things that I didn't really get to see the first time because I was busy reading subtitles and stuff like that. And I'll be really curious to hear uh, Fast Finish's thoughts on Martyrs as well and if he watches the whole thing. So
3: but yeah, um, it's
2: just I think Greg will probably have the hardest time watching
3: that. Yeah, we'll see. I know he I know he sits there and pretends like we're treating him with kid gloves and stuff right. but I
0: No, it is it is a rough watch. So
3: But yeah, for me to this day it's just the shit you can't see. I would, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. They tend to show too much in movies and mm-hmm. have for a long time. Right. I mean it's it's
2: all tension building
3: is like, I will say the last movie that affected me
2: was probably Blair Witch. Blur and they didn't show it, yeah. anything. Not at all. Mm-hmm. In that. Yeah. So, well the Blur Witch from 19... The original. Okay, yeah. Okay.
0: The remake's not terrible either. No, it's
2: no, not. No, yeah, the Blur Witch we is like I liked yeah. it. I liked yeah. it a lot, yeah. So, what about you, Maddie?
0: Um, when I was younger, I was terrified of taxidermy animals. No idea why. I think I saw them in, like, one movie and I had nightmares about them for, like, three years. <clears throat> Don't know why. I was also, like... And I feel like this is a pretty healthy fear... That I still kind of carry into my adulthood was like I watched a lot of abduction abduction movies when I was younger. My mom just for some reason like
3: like alien abduction or just no like
0: like we watched like the Vanishing and like Eye for an Eye Mm -hmm. and some oh yeah yeah and we kind of joked with my poor mother forever. We were like you're not allowed to watch another Key for Sutherland movie because you come up with some other ridiculous fear. But like I don't know that always like freaked me out when I was a kid because those were so realistic. Like, yeah. because there are people that just like, as I said, I've just been watching my true crime thing and mm-hmm. like people get snatched up all the time. Like yep. it's not something that doesn't happen. And especially like women just get snatched up all the time. I don't know if anyone's noticed. I'm pretty short. I'm carryable. <laughs> <laughs> you can just pick me up and carry me. Your luggage. Yeah. Like I can fit in a duffel bag. But um, <laughs> <laughs> as an adult, I get more affected by like true crime documentaries than I do horror movies there are a couple things that make me uncomfortable but more not on like a scared level but just on like a hey don't do that level but yeah. like, the hair thing i hate once the hair leaves the human body it's disgusting to i me. like i
3: like how during the trailer earlier josh said why why do they keep doing that yeah. which is yeah. yeah yeah pulling stop hair pulling out hair out
0: of your mouth that's yeah. gross and the other thing is in my personal life i don't like people invading my bubble And there's been, like, movies where everyone, for some reason, stands real close to each other and are just, like, on top of each other's ass and just, like, keep touching each other all the time. I think uh, Suspiria was one of them. And that makes me uncomfortable because I'm just like, can y'all give some people some personal space? (laughs) So, I don't think it scares me or anything, but... Yeah, it just makes you uncomfortable. Yeah, it just makes me uncomfortable. Right. And obviously, I love extreme horror, so, like, that's kind of just pounded that. You're right. Sometimes it is stupid. You're just like... Who sat there and thought of this? Right. Like, Human Centipede. Who did oh, that? Okay, yeah. first
2: of all, I dug those movies. They, so. Yeah,
0: they're... They're fun. They are... Uh,
2: I mean, who doesn't <laughs> want to see somebody get sewn to somebody else's asshole?
0: Well, yeah, and, like, I watched that movie and made one of my guy friends go out and teach me how to change a tire, like, the day after. I was like, I will not end up sewn to another man's ass. Right. Like...
2: Well, without your consent.
3: Yeah. But I don't even think... <laughs> <That's
0: my laughs> yeah. I uh, need this to be notarized. <laughs>
2: I mean, I'm surprised that, do you find, do you think that Human Centipede is extreme horror? Do you find that as extreme horror? Oh, no. Horror? I Com- thought it Compared was... to the shit that you watch? No.
0: No. Although it kind of reminded me a little bit of that Gretel and Hansel thing where they go in and they're creeped out right off the bat and they don't leave. Because that was like my biggest problem with Human Centipede is they go up to the door and the first thing, you know, Uncle Touchy asks them is, right. are you alone? And they're like- no, and they still go into his house. If I go up to someone's house, like, knock on the door, and they're like, are you alone? I am sprinting my fat ass back into the woods. Like, no.
2: The the second sequence, I thought, was more disturbing than the first one. Well, that guy was far. creepy. The guy was fucking really, yeah, like, uh, really terrifying. Yeah.
0: I wanted to see the casting call for that. Right. Like, we need the ugliest, creepiest man we can find.
2: I'm on it. <laughs> but, but Yeah,
0: yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what has to be made to for me to find it scary anymore.
2: Anymore, I'm not even looking for. I'm looking for scares because I want to be. A, I think that's the best part of going to a horror film is like you want to be affected, but I also want a good story in a horror film. Mm-hmm. Like I want something to kind of you know entertain me, but also be told well. It's not like I don't watch horror films now the way I used to watch them. Mm-hmm. It's completely different um, how I view them now and what I appreciate and what. I'm just like, eh, I mean, I'm just
3: dumb. Yeah, because I was completely surprised by your 2019 picks. Really? Was that they were more story driven than any past years that you've put that
2: list together? Yeah.
0: Yeah, like I'm not even looking for a good story anymore. I'm looking for a good time. Right.
2: Exactly. And that, and that time. was the
3: other yeah. thing. It was between stories and a good time because yeah. we weren't even. I've pretty much given up chasing the scare. Right. Yeah. I don't know that I will find a movie that scares me.
0: Yeah, I chased that for years. That's why I watched that extreme shit because mm-hmm. I thought I was going to find that scare in there, but nope. I just see people being disemboweled and raped. Yeah. So
2: right. I mean, it's...
3: so now you're just looking for creative ways for those things to happen. Oh uh, yeah, right? yeah. Well, I mean, and and we found a few of those gems over the course of you know, like even in the past year, we had the French film, and I can't remember the name of it.
0: Oh, was it the one I picked? Yeah, it
3: was, was one that, that you picked. picked yeah. The frontiers. Had, frontiers. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that one just really that caught me fun. off guard. I really enjoyed it. It had a nice blend. And uh Frontiers yeah. is
2: really good. Yeah. I, I,
3: like I enjoyed Frontiers.
2: Frontiers. Um so yeah, I'll be curious to see where This is the first podcast of the year. So uh I'll be curious as we fill in our list for the year what everybody picks um uh, and what we end up kind of watching. We have our first four or five movies picked, so
3: And that usually happens because we do our we have ours picked out from the
2: best of the year. Right.
0: I'm just going to fill in the rest of the year with The Void. We're just going to watch The Void 12 times this year. Ugh. No. <laughs> I
2: barely got through it the first time.
0: Oh, that's okay. That's all right. I know. Yeah, I know. It's not for everybody. That's
3: what scares me in movies is if I
2: have to watch The Void again. <laughs> yeah. What scares me the most is Maddie's picks.
1: So, You know, I, I would know. say she... I do watch it You know what,
3: though? I, other than that really shithole art <laughs> film you had us watch. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. Begotten. I would say you're probably have a better percentage than the rest of us.
0: I've but also for, been here for less time,
3: right? <laughs> but but I'm just saying that your your batting average is better than the rest of us. But again,
2: um, she also picks shit that none of us would ever pick, right? So the, we'd never watch those movies unless Maddie was like, "I'm forcing you to fucking watch a yeah. movie." Um, so I think I think Martyr, that's a good thing. Yeah,
3: martyrs might be a might be an exception to that rule yeah. we'll see when we get there as
0: i said no matter what you think of it as it a very well-made movie it really is
2: and i think you are gonna build it up in your head probably more than
3: and that's probably good because yeah. then i'll go into it and it'll be so much right more tame
0: yeah it's totally fine so. i'd show it to a child why don't you guys watch it at your son's birthday party Here you tonight? go
2: i don't have a copy of it or i totally put it in but i <laughs> don't i lost my copy of martyrs i don't know where it went probably in the trash i don't know
0: you borrowed it from me <laughs>
2: They give it back. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, then there it is. <laughs> I don't have it anymore.
0: All right. Well, I think we've beaten that topic to death. Um, we, and we ha- you guys got a bonus at the beginning.
3: We can say what Greg was scared of, though, is still scared of. <clears throat>
0: that's
3: pretty much clowns and
2: spiders, right? I think that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I think those still scare him. Show him uh, the It'sy Bitsy trailer and and it on repeat, and we'll yeah. have a party. Yeah. I should, everybody- I should
3: edit some of those scenes together. Just make.
0: Yeah, as we said, Greg's sick right now. If anyone wants to cheer him up, he can go dress up like a spider clown. He lives in Elkhorn. Go show up at his door.
2: <laughs> It'll make his day, really. Yeah,
0: have a good time. You might vomit out that <laughs> that bug. We're gonna move on to the movie that we decided no, Josh decided we were yeah, gonna I will review. take the blame for that.
3: No, no that's we fine. we all agreed though. Well, not Maddie, but Greg yeah. and I agreed. To yeah, for it. sure. <laughs>
0: well, I'm going to turn it over to you. I want to know why you picked this movie, and oh, I also yeah, want some sure. deets from Patrick. Uh,
2: well, yeah, the uh, the movie that we picked tonight, uh, or I picked tonight, I guess, or as a collective without Maddie last week, uh, we picked for tonight was the 2019 Hulu original film, Depraved. Patrick's got deets. Was it a Hulu original? I think so. I huh. thought so. Okay.
3: Anyway, Depraved, 2019, running about an hour 45, it may be just a little bit longer than that, running on Hulu. A disillusioned field surgeon suffering from PTSD makes a man out of body parts and brings him to life in a Brooklyn loft. IMDb rating, 4.9. Metacritic score rating, 69%. Rotten Tomato critic rating, 87%. With a Rotten Tomato audience score of 51%.
0: I can see why this was, like, caught a bunch of critics' eyes.
3: Yeah. I can, too. When I saw how much it married the Frankenstein stories... I could see why the critics would jump on it and really, really like this. Film. Right.
2: Um, so I talked about it, I think, at length at the podcast last week. So well, this I'm ended more, up in your top ten. It was my number six on my top ten. Yeah. And I, I'm not going to sit here and like defend it. Um, that's how I felt. I feel that way. It doesn't change. Um, that's where I would put it. And again, it comes back to just how I watch horror films now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm curious to see what you guys more think. Because like I said, I've talked about it. I want to know. You said you were like, uh, you know, felt like I was trolling you, and <laughs> I didn't. I had, I'm curious to see what Patrick thought. So, because it was on his list, I think he just didn't get to it.
3: Right? I did not get to it yeah. th- for the 2019 year, but it was on my list.
2: But yeah, for me, it was just real quick. I'm. It's. I got the same feeling from watching *Depraved* as I got from watching *Train to Busan*, which was. Mm. It's a film that has a um, you know a horror tone to it, but with it's got some heart in there also. And that relationship between the creature and – I think his name is Henry, mm-hmm. uh, the scientist. The scientist, yeah. Um, and how that formed and how it went from being one thing to being like kind of watching as the creature started to develop those – I can't think of the word I'm looking for. But uh, throughout the movie and just kind of watching it like he was going to do one thing with him and then all of a sudden like – just it he started to care about him. And it was stuff like that that I – kind of attracts me to that, uh, that movie And these horror films is because I am into uh, very much the characters Um, and I cared about the characters and their story. And um, like I said, that's kind of it's a it was a whole different take on uh, the Frankenstein monster, which I thought was kind of a cool spin. But that's just, again, how I felt. So Maddie, pick on it.
0: I, I I don't really have anything to pick on it. I just didn't like it. I thought it was well-made and well-acted, but I don't like heart in my horror movies unless it's being ripped out and thrown on the floor. I don't think it has a place there. I I will, as I said, I only watched the first hour of this movie, but there was no horror in here to me. It was a drama, and I just didn't feel like there was anything happening. You
2: want to call this movie body horror? It's the same thing as if you watched uh, a Saska Sisters movie. If you watched American Mary, it's body horror.
0: Body horror? Oh, okay, that's, no, that's new. That's what it is. I thought it just lived a lot more in the drama field. Um, I didn't know body horror was a thing. But um, to me, there's just nothing.
3: Well, you've never seen Josh naked. That's oh, okay. body horror. Yeah. Ugh.
0: Well, let's all keep our pants on during <laughs> this podcast. Um, uh,
3: I better put my back
1: on.
0: Yeah, and you've got a cat in your lap too, man. That's living dangerous. She's still mm, got her claws. She does. But... Um, as I said, I've talked about it before. I just can't with movies that take, like, if I watched the first hour and, like, nothing's really happened, yeah, you're not going to convince me to keep watching it.
3: Well, I got to say, I was hooked by the opening scene.
0: That's this what I was going to say. the I was, like, Because I figured it was
3: going to be, like, this, you know, hour and a half of just raw sex. Yeah, me too. No, uh, this, I really enjoyed the story to this movie quite a bit. I don't, and I, but I agree with you, Maddie, I don't know that I would list this as a horror film per se, and we're running into that an awful lot lately. I really did enjoy how it reflected the story of Frankenstein, even up to the point where they used really cheesy effects during some of the dream sequences, that it was just really bad special effects, and I think that was intended specifically to help reflect those things.
2: I mean, would you call? I'm sorry, and I and I said that. No, would go you ahead. call Frankenstein a horror film? I don't. You don't call Frankenstein a I horror film. I don't. But
3: the people back then, when the when the movie first came out, right, would definitely say that it was a horror film because it was a monster. There was Frankenstein's monster, right? They say it was a monster it. movie. It's a monster right. movie, but I didn't necessarily feel that this was a monster movie. However, he went through the exact same thing that Frankenstein's monster did. Mm-hmm. Adam stepped through all those things where he. Was learning to do things, he right. was being taught. He meets up with another person who kind of helps guide him. He has the whole thing with you know there was the the marrying of the young girl at the lake in the original movie, mm-hmm. and then him with the woman that he met at the bar. Uh-huh. Yep, I mean there was so many times that it really reflected well with the original film and how he was being pursued by the mobs and everything. Mm-hmm towards the end of the movie so i think for me the the real strength of this movie is the story not necessarily the horror okay
0: yeah and i'd agree with that too i as i said i didn't think this was a bad movie i just had didn't have any interest in it
3: and and really there was virtually no gore in this there was maybe a couple people shot you saw blood Mm -hmm. even the stabbing was pretty tame well i don't want to say pretty tame yeah but i mean the the original murder at right. the beginning and i do like how you know he follows through it it's almost like a love story for him towards the end as well where he's able to reconnect uh, with, sort of yeah with the girl yeah yeah i yeah
2: i understand like i said i i don't know i don't know what you call i don't know what you call horror anymore i guess you know what i mean like i don't know it's just <laughs> it's, it's fine it's,
0: neither to yeah
2: it's like it's all just you know your own i guess idea you have your own idea of what horror is anymore. Um, you know, it's it's martyrs for somebody, and it's this for somebody else, mm-hmm. and it's this, this for somebody else, and it's not it's not ever gonna be. Is it? I the just, same thought process, I guess. I so, just
0: want like mm-hmm. slashers back. Like, I am tired of this horror. I've said this a million times. I am tired of horror drama. I don't want it anymore. Right?
2: <laughs> I got you. Well, I think that's why
3: we're you know even in Josh your list for your twenty nineteen top ten, you know, it was almost half and half. It was either good story or fun time.
2: It ran the gamut yeah, it definitely ran mm-hmm. the gauntlet, because uh, it went from a mind stretch from uh, the banana splits to tigers are not afraid. Exactly. Um, and it was a really it's From weird... one
3: that has really no story to
2: something that right. is so story-driven. Right. But then you can sit there and go, tigers are not afraid. Not a horror film, but there's a horror element to it. But it is, exactly. So.
3: And that's the same thing with this This <laughs> movie, is I didn't necessarily feel it was a horror film, but it does have horror elements in yeah. it.
2: So... <laughs>
0: The guy who played Adam, what's he been in before? His face was really familiar.
2: I don't.
3: Know.
1: I
2: wouldn't know him from Adam. <laughs> ah, but I'm ah, done.
0: Thank you. Yeah, I don't
2: know what.
0: Uh, yeah, no. I was just like looking at him. A... I was like, he looks really familiar. His like girlfriend, right off the bat, like annoyed me when I watched this. I was like, please tell me she dies.
2: <laughs> I know you asked like the beginning. Uh, you sent a message out. You were like, uh, does this girl die in this movie? And I was like, is she watching the right movie? Because. What girl is she talking ch- his about? His like girlfriend yeah. at the beginning just yeah, like
0: wrangled right. <laughs> me the wrong way. Like yeah,
2: she's pretty whitey. Uh, yeah. God. Have
3: you seen Trick? Trick? He's in
2: Trick.
0: Oh, that it's was on, my, on list. my. Yeah, I was gonna say it's yeah. on my list. I thought that was coming out way later in the year. I
2: thought it was coming out last year. It, oh, Okay. Um, I think it's even listed as a 2019. It is, film. is listed as a 2019 okay. film. So he
0: he looks a lot like the kid. From The guy from American Beauty, like, grown up. I don't know why. He just really reminds me of him. So that's kind of what I was thinking. Gotcha. But I don't think that's him.
3: No, it's not. Well, it's not on his list anyway. He's IMDb.
2: But, yeah, like I said, I thought they were going to do this Frankenstein, uh, this Bride of Frankenstein turn at the end also. Um, I thought they were going to kick that element in there at the end and have him create this whole other being for himself. Um, And then it just – that was one thing I was kind of like, oh, they kind of dropped the ball on that one. I thought that would have been kind of a cool –
3: I don't know that he had developed enough (laughs) – intelligence to do I mean were you thinking that he would
2: do it himself no not himself or he would have he was like he would have Henry do it yeah he would have Henry do it like I can do exactly what they did to me which was kill me but I'm not dead long enough to where they can't recreate me I also
3: thought a lot of the writing in this was very very smart it was very intelligent especially when he took Adam uh, I can't remember the other character's name I want to say Polonius and I know that's not right but the guy who was financing the whole thing Mm -hmm. yeah took adam to the met in new york mm-hmm. and they went through the entire art gallery right and he discussed about all the different things about human nature and it, it just fed right into the whole depraved nature of man right that we all react violently yeah and his monologues as he was speaking to adam because adam wasn't really talking at that point just really, really well written. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, going from this beautiful, beautiful art gallery to the a club. strip club yeah. and snorting right. coke. And right. And it just, it showed the many sides of man. And I thought it was, just, I just thought it was really well structured.
1: Yeah.
0: More like the many sides of my Saturday night. There you go. One thing, and I don't know if this kind of, like, changed throughout the movie, but, like, I, who was the director?
2: Again, I do not know. Uh, yeah, who I'll did tell it. you here. Uh, just a I,
3: it's, uh, is Mike. Is it Michael? Larry Fessenden. Oh, yeah.
0: it, like, but a guy though. Cause yeah. I was right,
3: just, and it was also written by him.
0: I was just the female characters all didn't have to me didn't have the dimension that the male no. characters did, and I just like right off the back they all were that his girlfriend was so whiny, and then the Liz character mm-hmm, was mm-hmm. also kind of whiny. And then the other woman, older woman that showed up, like, didn't say anything. And I was just like, so you don't think that your female characters should have any more than just yeah. one dimension of... I don't know, they maybe were, he had a really bad weekend with his girlfriend when he was writing this, but... They,
3: they were a little superficial. The the scene that I thought was kind of odd is when... Is it Liz? Was that Henry's girlfriend? Uh, yeah. Had a conversation with Adam and there was, like, all this sexual tension. Right, That just felt weird to me because
2: she...
0: Yeah, and I did watch through that part, and I was just kind of like, she doesn't know this guy. She doesn't know if his dick works. Like, how? she that was, that was right tension. after the strip
2: club yeah, part, though, right. where he was like, "I want a girl." Yeah. that like Henry has. But
3: what I was confused by, and and correct me if I'm wrong, did Liz not know that he was brought back to life? Because I thought she understood what Henry was doing, what his research was.
0: I didn't. I couldn't. Pick that up either way. When it, from what okay. I watched,
3: for some reason, I thought at at one point, like <clears throat> right at the end of her first appearance, when she stops in and asks him how he feels or something like that, right? I thought off camera while Adam was getting dressed, I my understanding of the conversation at that point is that she knew what was going on. Mm. So when we got to that second part where they had that sexual tension between the two of them, I kind of was taken back going... She's sexually attracted to a guy that she knew was undead or brought back to life, not undead.
1: Yeah. And, I don't
3: know. And has possibly body parts from multi, multiple yeah, people. Other people. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't. Okay.
0: Uh... Yeah. As I said, I just, that was like, if I, as I said, I think this was a really well written acted blah, blah, blah movie. It just, as I said, just wasn't my thing, but that was kind of like my biggest gripe about how it was made is I was just kind of like, you know, women are more than nagging in holes. You know what I mean? <laughs> like. I have, so, have a little more respect.
3: Well, and, and how easily Polonius, I keep saying that, that's not the character's name.
0: Is it not?
3: When he treated, the way he treated <clears throat> his wife at the end. Yeah. So abruptly, mm-hmm. let us say, it is Polidori.
1: Oh.
2: Same fucking thing. It's Safe. close.
1: Yeah.
3: So, but yeah, I, I think it was a well a well story driven film. Cool. Awesome.
0: Anybody have any other thoughts they want to... No. Okay, oh, then yeah. let's score this thing. We do uh, gore score, fear factor, and overall rating. And would you recommend this to your friends or enemies? Patrick, gore score.
3: Uh, gore score is really, really low for me. There wasn't much shown. And even what was shown was like on security camera. So I would probably say two, one, two, right in there. Yeah. Because yep. even the violence wasn't that violent.
2: And I'd go like three, four just for the body makeup that, you
3: know, Adam oh, yeah. was covered with. Body um, makeup was good. So, Except for the ear. The ear looked plastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I remember thinking that same yeah. thing. Because it was too yellow or something. There was really...
2: Well, it was like, yeah. I, 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 I like, know what they were trying cut to do. Out. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, I, yeah, no more. Don't core. you fucking give it a zero. I was going to give it a one. <laughs> God. Fear factor.
3: Really low. For yeah. me, again, there just wasn't enough there to make me feel uncomfortable. I would probably give it a one.
2: Yeah, I, again, this is not a scary movie. We just had a cool conversation mm-hmm. about what scares us. So that's same one, too.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, one. But let's do overall. Let's see if we can boost that score up.
3: Like I had said, I think it was a well-written, story-driven movie. And I would give it, as as a movie, on the whole, probably about a six or seven As a horror film, it drops down to about a five.
2: Would I recommend it to someone? Definitely. I think it's a good watch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm seven, eight in that area. Uh, I really enjoyed this movie. Like I said, it ended up on my top 10, high on my top 10. And uh, I just really enjoyed it. So I would definitely recommend it to really anybody. It's an easy watch. Really, anybody can watch that movie. If if you like those old Universal monster movies and, and Frankenstein and you're looking for a different kind of sort of telling of it, I definitely recommend that movie.
0: Yeah, I'd give it a six or seven, too, as a movie. I would not recommend it to someone if they asked me for a horror recommendation, like, ever. I would recommend it as a movie. I would also say Slow Burn. Yeah, other than that, I'd, as I said, I'd rate it pretty highly as well. Cool. Well, if that's it, everybody, let's do some pimping. Who's got a plug? I know you guys have one.
2: I mean I was going to plug something this week but Greg's not here cuz I thought we could kind of plug it as plug a it as a as a group, as a, a group for the first time well, sexy we can, so we can hold off till next yeah, game, I wait think till, it's it's still a ways away Yeah let's wait till Greg yeah. comes back and we'll do that whole thing as a group otherwise do you got to plug Maddie. No. just Then Patrick will plug just us all. don't pet other people's
3: animals without permission. Oh, my God.
0: That guy almost <laughs> fucking died. Just oh yeah. so people know, uh, some people carry mace in their purse <laughs> and have, like, literally no reason not to go to jail.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's true. So if you're a fan of the Frightcast, and we know that you are, help us out. Head on over to iTunes or whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on and make sure that you rate and review us. You can find us on all the social medias, and you can find us at our own website, MidnightFrightCast.com. And make sure that you go on over and check out our films at MidnightFrightFilms.com.
0: All right, everybody. From myself, the absent Greg, Patrick, and Josh, thank you for tuning in with us on this lovely Sunday afternoon. We will see you in a couple weeks. Bye-bye.
1: Later.